day 338. Welcome back to the Windows and Mirrors podcast. I'm John. And I'm Keith. And remember, this is a podcast where we're trying to show you that the Bible is more like a window than it is a mirror. We come to it to look through it and see God. We don't come to it primarily to look at it and see ourselves. All right, mm-hmm. Psalm 25, we're going to keep moving. Uh, yeah, trusting in the Lord, depending on him, resting, mm-hmm. resting in yeah. the Lord. Yeah, amen. Yeah, God desires for his people to be dependent on his deliverance, mm. right? Yeah. It's just a thought I had, man, about the psalm. Um, and that's true in salvation and in any situation, right? Right. Um, so he's like, yo, Lord, I appeal to you. My God, I trust in you, right? Don't let me be disgraced. Don't let my enemies gloat over me. No one who waits for you, hear this, will be disgraced, right? right? Those who wait, uh, those who act treacherously without cause will be disgraced. Um, the early church father, Athanasius, right, is famous for saying that the rest of the Bible speaks to us, but the Psalms speak for us. Right. And the reason I brought that up is because, man, we've prayed these very same prayers, right? Yeah. Like, Lord, like, yo, don't let me be put to shame. And what he's saying is like, yo, I trust in you. Come through or else my enemies will win. They will gloat and I'm going to be put to shame. And right. you're going to be put to shame. Right. right. Yeah. So he's calling on the Lord to come through. But he's at first acknowledging his trust in the Lord. Right. Mm. Yeah. 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 Uh, not just first, but yeah, first and last. So this mm. is this is a longer psalm. So I yeah. think yeah, yeah, we we can pull themes yeah. and stuff out. But first and last, right, Lord, I appeal to you, my God, I trust in you. And He's going to talk about this concept of waiting. So His trust mm-hmm. is really going to look like, Nah, God, I'm not going to take matters into my own hands. Sometimes trust is waiting on God to do what it is that you hope that that God would do. And that trust and waiting on God uh, bookends the whole thing. Yeah. So it starts in verse one and then it comes right back on the tail end of the thing, mm-hmm. right? Watch over me, God, for I wait for you. God, and here's the appeal, redeem Israel from all its distresses. So it starts mm-hmm. off and it seems like it's him crying out just for his own needs. But by the time he gets to the end, it's like, yo, God, really? All your people need this exact same thing. And so mm-hmm. I'm going to cry out on behalf of them in the way that a true king should. Mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. And it's it's weird because, you know, you have a very individualistic reading of the Bible, right? right. Which is tr- in America. Like, we just read it about us. It's about right. me and my relationship with God. But the Bible is very communal as we know right. and you see that in the psalm but at the same time right. it isn't less than in, like it's not not right. individual right right, right? right. And so we see we see some people who tend to overcorrect and say oh it's just about all the community but it is about this personal relationship we do have with god and we see the psalmist like sitting uh or playing both sides of the fence here right like right. it's a both and yeah. and you know he says yo make your ways known to me right yeah. guide me right uh, I wait for you all day long, da da da. Like, show me the way. And right. he is going to call on God for direction, right? Mm-hmm. Personally, right? Yeah. And sometimes God delivers us by directing us, mm. right? There are some moments in life where we just don't know what to do, right? right? And we have to call on the Lord, not to just drop down out of heaven and pull us out of our situation necessarily, but God, but show me the next step. To do, right? Yeah, right, right. I need to know just. 
the next step, how to put one foot in front of the other, right? right? And you see that in the midst of affliction, he wants to please God. And I think that's just a word to us, man. Like deliverance sometimes comes in God directing us. Uh, Yeah, yeah, that's dope. This is a minor sub point, but I feel like it's huge, man. Verse six and seven, there's this back and forth where he says, God, remember your compassion Mm -hmm. and your faithful love. Mm-hmm. Don't remember the sins of my youth, mm-hmm. but remember me because of your goodness. And so he goes, he's like, God, remember this uh, about yourself, right? Right. Mm-hmm. We said it tons before, but sometimes our faith grows by reminding God who he is. Mm-hmm. And then what he does is you see this split. It's subtle, but it's huge if we can really get it. He says, Mm -hmm. God, look, don't remember my sins. Mm -hmm. But then he ends off and says, but God, remember me because of your loving kindness. And right there, what he's going to do is he's going to put this line of demarcation and bifurcate Mm -hmm. his sins from himself. Right. He Mm -hmm. is not defined Mm -hmm. by the worst things that he's done. And I think sometimes, man, that's that's huge for us to see, Yo, God can right? Judge the sin, right? God can deal with the sin without throwing us away, right? God can Mm -hmm. discard the sin without discarding um, us. Like I said, Mm -hmm. man, it's a small and a minor point, but something so huge that I do think Mm -hmm. that we have to sit with it. Yeah, our sins don't define uh, the core of who we are. Yeah, absolutely. And I think to your point though i do think it is a point in the psalm that he is make he makes all of his appeals based on god's character right so so even the forgiveness he's asking for he's like based on your compassion and faithful love the whole nine and bro like this is why we need to intimately know god's character his right. attributes why because we relate to him based off of who he's shown and revealed himself right. to be right god is the same today yesterday and forever hebrews 13 8 and he's cons- he's always going to act in accordance with his character. Right. So that's why we got to know his character, yeah. right? And that's how we that's why we got to know what to expect, or that's how we know what to expect from him. And so I love that, yeah, like you said, bro, he's going to just remind God of who he is uh, and in light different. of his situation. And yeah. it's different from what he's done in the past, right? There have been mm-hmm. times where uh, he's going to appeal for God's intervention based on his innocence. Integrity. Yeah, yeah. yeah. this yeah. is not that one. This mm. is saying, all right, God, I really, really need you. And there is people that do want to put me to shame, but he's going to bring out here. No, no, God, but there is guilt that I have over sin that I've done. So Absolutely. the only basis that I can appeal to you on is mm. the basis of your goodness. And I think mm. this just draws us closely and endears us to God and reminds us that we can depend on God. Because when we find ourselves at a place where we don't have innocence to appeal to it doesn't have to turn us away from Mm -hmm. god but even when our hearts um are full of the guilt of our sin we can still go and appeal to god for help on the basis of his goodness and not ours he ends with confidence and we see in this psalm that confidence comes from dependence Right. right so depend he depends on god to be who he is to do what he does in light of who he is and deliver his people things that they may or may not have gotten themselves into. Yeah. Let's pray. Father, we uh, thank you for 
your deliverance. We thank you that you make promises to us. We thank you that the Psalms don't just speak to us, but they speak for us. We've all said these words in more than one way. Uh, help us to remember that you've answered these prayers in more than one way, long before we could ever pray them. In Jesus' name we pray, amen.